This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I've been watching the David David Lynch movies. Oh, you're going to say David Letterman. Letterman for that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was a long time ago. I feel like... The- I've only seen like Twin Peaks and like I remember like everyone oh. like loving it and it was like one of those okay. where I was like this is just fucked up to me like it's just like this is just fucking weird sort of thing and like people are like you gotta like watch it multiple times and then you start to get it and I'm like yeah I don't know nothing like, I don't know if I want should to. require that there is not a I single agree. piece of art <laughs> or media where it's like you have to keep doing it over and over again for you to get it uh, except for the Bible <laughs> yeah <laughs> Welcome back to Sitcom D&D, a real play Dungeons & Dragons podcast recorded in front of a fake studio audience. Today, we're picking up with the gang on their way to Glass Castle to celebrate our very own Chalice Glass's birthday. I left room for a reaction, and I just got one from Elizabeth. <laughs> you always get a reaction from me. Yes, it is Chalice's 74th birthday, but she's not really in a party mood. And that's probably because we're nearing the end of the season, and as far as breaking the curse goes, she hasn't been able to make much headway for herself there. As for everybody else, you know, Seb's family said yeah, they'll think about it. Chip's uncle wants to help, but may not have the courage to do so, and Beast Grandma's going to try her best to make it. But again, Chalice doesn't even really have a maybe lined up in this department yet. So y'all are discussing her options as the royal carriage that picked you up from bottoms up nears the sprawling and pristine front steps of Glass Castle. We'll pick up there. Quiet on set. Sound speeding. And we're rolling. When you need a break from this crazy world to see your friends and fill a cup, find Sebastian Chalice Chip and Beef at the Noble Bottoms Up. As step by step our growing pains are improving home and away, we're feeling absolutely fabulous on another happy day. We're in different worlds with different strokes, but the good times will not end. So cheers to all our family and our friends. Starring Aaron Keith as Chalice Glass, Elizabeth Andrews as Beef, Waleed Mansoor as Chip Ahoy, Ben Briggs as Sebastian Von Hugh Grant, and Sean Coyle as everything else. Sitcom D&D is filmed in front of a fake studio audience. They're riding in the carriage, and they are, like, dressed to the nines. Chalice looks amazing. She looks like um, Hedy Lamar, that star dress of her coming down the stairs, that old Hollywood one. You guys know what I'm talking Ooh, about? You can yeah. Google it. Uh, so she has, like, a, a sparkly star headdress, and then uh, all the boys and Jennifer are wearing, like, matching uh, velvety purple um, suit coats Cute. with, like, embellishments on them. I like that. I just don't want to go to the castle again. I feel like everybody just makes fun of us when we're there. It's just because you're poor and you smell. It's not because you're poor too now. Hey, it's not personal. All right, Chip? Like, we are poor and we do smell. We smell like shit. All right? I think my suit is one size too small. I feel like I can't breathe. (laughs) I think it's like three sizes too small. And mine's huge. Oh, you and Jennifer, you, you and Jennifer <laughs> oh, no. switched suits. Oh, jeez, we mixed up our suits, Jenny. I guess you just plow through. There's nothing we can do at this point. Yeah, we were already wearing them. What are you gonna do? <laughs> and what does the sign say? It says no naked in carriage. So no naked, oh, no naked in carriage. No naked. Sorry, guys. Um, 
you know what I think? I think that we need to take advantage of having to go to this party at all. What can we <gasps> do inside prank. the castle, prank or otherwise, to help our cause? Because I'm starting to really panic about the end of the season. I'm starting to really freak out. <laughs> and I'm starting to be panicked, and I'm starting to freak out. Uh, ow, okay. You, ouch, ouch. <laughs> ouch. Beef? She's chewing on Beef's arm. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I feel like we've got two options here. And just, if we're thinking about this logically, either, you know, you don't sign the contract, and maybe some of us die. I'm willing to lose a few of us. Or uh, you'd sign the contract. It's kind of, that's it. Or what if we what if we switch the contracts? What if we put in a fake phony fun contract and then we sign that one and then maybe the curse will be lifted and we'll be good? We can change the fine print and then they won't suspect it. We'll leave it. We'll make it seem like we didn't. We'll write it anything. so small. We'll write it so Jennifer small. will write it so it's really small. <laughs> Bingo. Oh my god. It's gosh. in rat writing. Oh God. And I've been sitting on this thing of parchment for like the whole ride whoa it's warm <laughs> do we want to use this oh my gosh yes let's write up a yes. let's write up a contract oh man but the sign says don't write fake contracts in here are we gonna break it uh i take off my pants and i'll go we're if we're breaking one rule <laughs> let's break them all <laughs> okay so what you guys are okay what you're trying to do here is the goal will be when we get to the castle to look for the existing contract and switch it out and see if we can like fake them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can we like roll for history to like see if we can remember what the contract was like? Yeah, yeah. Give me a history check. 22. Okay. Oh. Okay, I'm not even going to try. You did read it. This was actually one contract that you actually did read. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if I recall. Like mm-hmm. the I- only one I think you we've ever read in the entire history. <laughs> I know. Of the I show. got a nat 20. <laughs> Beef, oh my god. Okay, so with the 22 chalice, visually <laughs> you know- the only one we read. Every, every like, uh, kind of visual aspect of this contract, you know, like the size of the parchment, you know, like the wear and tear of it, you know, like mm-hmm. what the font, you remember what the font kind of looked like, and um, you even remember, like, how many paragraphs there were generally, and um, what it looked like. Beef, in like a Rain Man type way, you remember every <laughs> single word that was on this contract. <laughs> I, I close my eyes and they're moving back and forth and I'm uh, like <laughs> Chalice will write it because I'm sure she has the best script of all of them having been that a princess mm-hmm. um, and she knows the the vibe of it so Beef will dictate the contract to Chalice give me a dexterity check with advantage Chalice to just make it look like on this attempt as much like the original contract as you can natural 20 are you serious <laughs> oh my god Child Lace, it's her birthday today, baby. Now, what are you guys, uh, and we can maybe reveal this later as far as any verbiage that you would want to change on this contract um, from the original? That no one will die. uh, That we are never bound to a contract with the throne ever again. Like they can never come after us again. Um, That... Bottoms uh, up doesn't never, have to pay taxes. Bottom, yeah, bottoms yes. up doesn't have to pay taxes. Um, uh, we we have uh, every second Tuesday of the month we get uh, those little cocktail wieners in a crockpot mm-hmm. for free. <laughs> for free. <laughs> That's written in there multiple times just to yeah. make sure it's really binding. <laughs> cocktail. Can we go ahead and underline that, please? Just <laughs> yeah, don't want of course. There to be any confusion. As many cocktail wieners as the town can provide. And I want to be clear on this. In order for this ever to work, it doesn't have to be in this episode, it could be down the line, the king will have to sign it for it to have any magical power. Kings don't read stuff. I'm not worried. Okay. Yeah, we'll, I'm just putting that concerned. out there. At some point, not by the end of the season, concerned, it would have to be Sean. signed. Thank you. Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> not worried. Okay. Appreciate your concern, but we fucking got this. We, you know, All right. Can we explode here, okay? out of this carriage now? We're ready. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yes. Um, you do just that. Uh, it's very much uh, Prince Ali when everyone kicks out. You know, like a big... <laughs> very fun. Uh, and you explode out of this carriage, and there are tons of uh, folks who live in the capital, but maybe 
aren't prestigious enough to get the actual royal invite to Chalice's birthday. This is a very high-class event, but our crowd, just to see uh, a glimpse of the former princess and this big event, as you enter, there's a, obviously a lot of fanfare here. It's such a regal and elegant affair. Uh, there are so many famous ambassadors here and people from different areas and countries uh, who've all gathered for this event. There's France's steward, uh, which is French Stewart, and there's the diplomat from Niles, Roz Moon. Jalpert and Kaidi Loom are there from Two Tree Hill. You see them. Mm. There's Weepy, son of Angry, from the Dwarven City of the Salt Mountain. <laughs> and even celebrities are there, like uh, Centauri Povich, the host of the Centauri Povich show that you submitted to last episode when you were dealing with um, Sunny Boy Precious. Yeah, yeah, we're with Chalice. She's the birthday girl. Everyone calm down. She's what? What? It's, what is it? I thought her this birth? was just a party. <laughs> it's her birthday, Chip. It is? Oh, Chip, you, did you no. get her a present? No, I didn't get her a present. Oh my, it's oh her my birthday? God. Chip, honey, thought... pose for portraits with me. Come here. <laughs> oh yeah, of course, oh, coming. Hi, Chip. Oh, dead man God. walking, dead man oh, walking, Seb. Jealous, jealous. Uh, look this way. We're taking your, taking your portrait right now. Hey, can we get the big green ogre to step out? Please step out for just <laughs> yeah. a second. No, he's my boyfriend. Where's security? Get this monster out of here, huh? No, no, no. He's with me. All these freaks are with me. <laughs> and she scoops up all of them and is Okay, one with poses. the freaks. We'll get one with the freaks. <laughs> and they take a quick uh, magical portrait. Uh, while Beef is um, posing for the portrait, um, a little monkey runs up and jumps on his shoulder and it has a little hat. And he's like, oh, hey. <laughs> Hey, little guy, oh, you're so cute. And then his little button from his suit pops, one pops off. Uh-oh. Oh, could that, maybe that monkey's a good gift for Chalice, huh? Oh, those are one of the palace monkeys. They're so yes, cute. Yes, like you've always wanted. No, I hate them. To kill. <laughs> wanted to kill, right? Come on, guys. Dallas is like pulling her friends up the stairs. Happy birthday to you. And the little monkey that uh, jumped on beef is probably there because there's a lot of just loose food on beef, just like crumbs and things like that. <laughs> and just picking it off beef's yeah. shoulders and, and, yeah. and tummy. Another button pops off. And so y'all enter the party and uh, the king, King Cicero, greets you uh, with Ooh. open arms. Huzzah, my daughter has arrived. Happy birthday, Chalice. And a huge magical banner uh, spells out. It's just kind of letters hanging in the air, these illuminated lights that says, Happy Birthday, Chalice. And everyone inside screams and applauds. Happy Birthday! Thank you. Look at all these people, Chalice. They love you. They're like kiss-ass people from all over the kingdom and other kingdoms who come here to f***ing rub shoulders with the elite. Speaking of rubbing shoulders, dearest. Oh, they heard me? (laughs) (laughs) That was loud. Uh. It was a joke. A big birthday joke. Ah, so, uh, before we get the festivities underway, why don't you kind of work the room a bit? Hmm? Uh, We'll, uh... You'll see when you become leader of this land that it's very important to keep your friends close but your enemies closer. So, you know... Why don't you rub shoulders with everyone and kind of do your schmoozing? This would be a great time, don't you think? Sure. Um, Chalice, having grown up doing this, just has a method that she uses. Chalice snaps her fingers and there's a spotlight on her. Um, and she grabs a flute of champagne and then just starts singing and walking around the room and like touching <laughs> people's faces and like dancing on them um, to get their attention. Let's have you roll to see. Give me a performance check. <laughs> with advantage. It's her birthday. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. First roll is an 18. Whoa. Second roll is a 19. Wow. <laughs> okay, uh, let's... <laughs> Old Mr. Let's Kringle. Let's see you live up to that. gonna jingle the bell. That'll jingle all your troubles away. Oh, my God. Everybody's waiting for... That's a Christmas song. Yeah. <laughs> that's a bad yeah. song when I started. <laughs> waiting for the man with a bag. Because Christmas I... is coming again. What? He's got his label. And they're going to play full. Chip finds this as a perfect opportunity to identify a gift shop nearby. Is there a gift shop in the entryway of the castle? There is not. You don't even have to roll for it. 
no. Now, if you do uh, want to do like either a perception check or something like that for anything specific that you're looking out for, let me know. You should go over to the present, the present, um, like oh, table. There like, There's yeah, got to there be a present, present table. table. Oh, give me a perception check. Okay. And then also while I'm looking around, I guess I may as well try and look to see if there's anywhere where I think that the contract room could potentially be. And um, actually, Beef, why don't you give me a perception check as well? Okay. Also, just checking in on Beef, he's ru- he's taking a, l- a little ladder and he's rubbing people's shoulders because he, th- he thinks that's what <laughs> he's supposed to actually be doing. Diane, you have huge knot back here. My God, we could really work on that. Uh, chip roll the 19 for perception. Oh, wow. there's there's a present table. There's a whole number of tables set up in the back corner that are piled high with different uh, presents waiting for Chalice. Okay. Um, I'm going to spend some time there, if that's okay. I'm going to be shaking, doing a lot of shaking of the presents, a lot of listening, seeing if I can get a peek, holding them up to the light, seeing if I can see if there's anything good in there, because I don't want to get her anything weird. Yeah. The second you grab a present, though, you are approached by a guard. Hey, what's can up? What's you? up? Yes, you can help me. Which one of these is the good one that uh, I got her? Do you know what I'm talking about? Do I know which present you got her? I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry. You don't seem to know who I am. I'm Chip Ahoy. No, I, everyone here knows who you are. The famous liar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Chalice's boyfriend. I think I put the biggest one here. Is that right? Size-wise? I No, I don't. Uh, we've been keeping careful you know, uh, inventory of who's dropped off a present and you have not. Please help me out. I'm in desperate need. Okay, I was going to roll for intimidation, but now I'm on my knees begging you, sir. (laughs) I forgot to get her a gift. Chip, why don't you give me a uh, persuasion check? I rolled a four. He looks around, and while there's a bunch of applause happening, um, he signals to the other guards, and they kind of pick you up under the armpits and, like, not in a way that would totally (laughs) embarrass you, just kind of walk you back to the group (laughs) and say... Stay away from the presents, Chip. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a joke anyway. Beef, what did you roll on your uh, perception check? Uh, I rolled a 12. Okay. Plus one. Okay. So 13. 13. There's a bunch of different butlers, obviously, moving around the room and helping with the festivities. And uh, you think you might have seen a familiar silhouette of a butler who uh, (gasps) you care a lot about. Oh, boy. So Beef is rubbing someone else's shoulders now. Uh, uh, his name's Randolph. Yeah, Randolph. Hey, um, you see um that butler across the way there? Do, do, I I can't look. I'm not looking. But can you tell me? Does he have a pocket watch? The one that uh, you're indicating to is kind of just walking out, maybe into like the main kitchen area to go grab some of the things. But he sees who you're talking about and goes, "Oh, yes, he uh, uh, does he have a pocket? I'm not I'm not sure, but he's." Good at his job, I'll tell you that. Oh, all right. Well, hey, just uh, keep a uh, cold compress on this every other night, and you should be good, Randolph. All right. I appreciate it. I don't remember if I caught your name. It's uh, Eloquence. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Are you going after Percy? Not yet. Okay. Cool. I'm too nervous. I'm rubbing shoulders right now. Aw, beef. <laughs> Chalice is laying on a piano for her big finish. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, the spotlight's still on her. You forgot? She's been schmoozing for so long. <laughs> this has been like a 45 minute song. <laughs> Everybody's waiting. Everybody's waiting. Everybody's waiting for the man with the bag. Christmas is here again. Everybody's waiting for the man with the bag. Boom. Chalice, what an amazing performance. Why don't you kick things off with... And then he points to this large... It looks like a chandelier for the most part, but it's almost like a disco ball chandelier crystalline hanging structure. Uh, And Chalice, you know this to be kind of uh, a royal equivalent of like pinata. (laughs) So, Chalice, here's the royal blindfold. Why don't you give it your best shot and open up this thing and spill its contents for us all. Chalice grabs a huge sword off of one of the suits of armor oh. on the side. Whoa. Um, and what should I roll? Give me uh, an att- so give me like a an attack roll. All right, fourteen. 
it's not hard to hit this thing. This is for royal parties. They don't expect huge knights and athletes to be participating. It's for the fancy folks. So this makes direct contact, explodes this crystalline chandelier, and little diamonds explode out of it all over the floor. And all Whoa. of the guests drop their champagne and run and are just picking up diamonds off of the ground. Can we pick some up? Yeah, can I get some diamonds? Give me a everyone give me a dexterity check. I want diamonds. I I love rich people parties. Oh, 19 plus 1. Dirty 20, please. 17. 12. I got a 19. All right. Yay. Everyone divide whatever you rolled and this might not be even numbers, but by 5, and that's about how many diamonds you actually grabbed. Whoa! Ooh. I get 4 diamonds. Can I roll for the monkey? Well, give me an animal handling check. 16. You signal to the monkey to pick up as many as it can. I'll roll for the monkey. This is so fun. <laughs> I just botched. Uh, so oh. you communicated well and it wanted to, but he got a little scared. There's so many people going after the diamonds oh. as, as hard as they could, and he's too small. So he didn't get any. I grab his little hand and I put him in my arms and I go, it's okay. We can't get another pet. We have a cat that we adopted this season that we haven't acknowledged. We have a what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think I would have remembered that. We literally adopted a cat and never brought it up again. So we actually, I'm going to call this. We can't bring the monkey home. Oh, man. Chalice in the hubbub, can I roll to see if I can get info on where the contract could be held? Yeah, give me a history check. 16. Okay, with a 16, you know that even since you were a kid, you know, your dad, the king, Cicero, plays his cards pretty close to his chest and he has like a potentially a bunch of secret places within the castle and they're always changing. And so you really, what you realize as you're kind of thinking about this logically is that you need to talk with someone who's like really in the know of what's going mm. on in the castle today. Someone either really close to your dad is in his inner circle or like a very high ranking butler would probably be a good bet beef comes up to chalice hey uh chalice can i talk to you for a second <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> i just uh ow a button hit my eye oh sorry god they're exploding off uh <laughs> sorry um just right over here in the uh, little alcove here okay yeah um i know it's your birthday but yeah. i i do it want is. to it is <laughs> he's so funny <laughs> Um, but I, I just, I'm in a kind of a pickle right now. I, uh, I haven't told anybody in the group this because I just never thought that this would happen. But here we are. Be but what um, is it? Um, you remember when we all split up in the castle, like way back in the beginning of the season? Yeah. And I was a butler, and yeah. um. When I got when we all met up, I was kind of moody after. No one knew why. I was uh, standing. I was always hanging out by the windows with a shawl around my shoulders, looking out the windows. <sighs> and I was like, "What's going on with beef?" Yeah, you asked if if we could make it rain to match your mood. Yeah, uh, I fell in love. God, with who? Ew, <sighs> my brother? No, Th no. Oh, my brother? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it was Percival. The butler? Beep, this is great news. We can ask him for help. If you have a relationship with him, then we can go and ask him for help. No, I can't see him. I, I can't go to Come on. I don't know if he wants to see me, though. I left on such weird terms. I mean, it, it, like, and I pissed on his dirt, and I don't know if he's even making a garden right now. I'll freaking out, Shally. I don't know what that means, but there's only one way to find out. Okay, well, it is your birthday, and... I want to live, and I'm a big boy. I think I saw him go um into the kitchen maybe a few minutes ago. Let's go. Come on. Should we get the rest of the gang, or should we just... Charles shoves beef into the kitchen. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. I was already in here. <laughs> oh, hey, Seb. And we weren't looking for presents or anything. Do you think she'd like a knife or, like, you know... <laughs> oh, you didn't get her anything either? No, I got her something. I'm not a I'm not a sociopath, but I'm trying to help you out, man. <laughs> what did you get her? Don't tell me you and Beef split a gift. That would we kill me. We split a gift. I asked no! you three times if you wanted in on it, dude. I thought that was a joke. It was a bunch of essential oils and you know uh, a couple of bath bombs. It was a, it's a whole 
you know, treat yourself. Do something nice for you, Pack. All right. I didn't think elves had birthdays. And why? Why is that? A beef chalice. What are you? <laughs> I'm gonna roll for perception to see if Percy's in here. Cool. Oh, I got a nat twenty. With a nat twenty, you can tell that it's Percy who's just leaving out of a back door out of these kitchens. That, as you recall, leads to that secret little area. Where is oh. this? There's a secret little garden and a closet within a closet. Okay. Uh, Chalice shoves beef in that direction. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Sitcom D&D is brought to you by Rocket Money. If you're like me, then you've struggled to find some time to manage your finances. Uh, at the end of a busy week, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all that for me. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. That's rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. Rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. Save the world or end it. Sitcom D&D is brought to you by Victoria Aveyard's number one New York Times bestselling Realm Breaker series, which is coming to an explosive close, which is why I had to use my intense voice. And boy... Is it worth it? Because an epic high fantasy series for fans of Lord of the Rings and Shadow and Bone is coming to an end. Yes, when the heroes fail, a pirate's daughter with ancient blood and her ragtag group of companions must pick up the sword to save the realm. The realm is threatened by an old world prince and his army of corpses and the demonic god that controls them both. The series has everything from high-stakes battles, journeys across the mystical lands, dragons, hellhounds, and krakens, and don't forget a fiery villain romance that threatens to burn the very edges of the world. So find out more about this epic series and its unforgettable conclusion at epicreads.com slash fatebreaker. That's epicreads.com slash fatebreaker. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You open that closet that comes off one of the main halls of the castle and you go push through to that back door and you are in this, you know, kind of forgotten cellar and you see Percy is watering a garden <laughs> that has actually sprung up and and started to bear uh, some flowers. Uh, Percy is also out of wood, like burned uh, beef's garden into a sign and stuck it into uh, the ground. Thou art my eyes see such beauty before me. Beef? Um, uh, eloquence of uh, beef? Uh, and uh, Percy spills uh, the watering can all over himself and falls. Oh, uh, pardon me. I'm so sorry. So, uh, uh, I, no, I'm sorry. Any of your, um, no, I'm sorry. Beef runs him to like help clean, like get the water. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I have really, I, I uh, unannounced me. No, uh, that, I, I am sorry. unannounced. I'm, I'm so ashamed of the last time we saw each other. What? Mr. Beef, um, I owe you a thousand apologies. I, me? Um, oh my God, Percy, no, no way can do Zanzu. I'm telling you, I, I owe you the apology. I was the one that lied. I was the one that ran away. I was the one that never called. Uh, uh, it's beautiful in here. Is that sage I smell? Yes. You've made a whole garden in here. Thanks to you, Mr. Beef. And please, if there's anything I can do for you and your friends, I would love to be of assistance. Jeez, Louise, well, I, I kind of feel crappy that I do have something that you could actually <laughs> help us with. Uh, showing up out of, out of nowhere and asking for a favor, but I know it's, um, well, it's Chalice's birthday. 
and um, it, it would is. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it would mean the world to us if um, you could help us uh, find this contract that is actually supposed to kill all of us um, at the end of the season, me included. Um, but don't worry, I think we're going to be okay. My, I found my grandma, uh, but my parents are dead, and it's not good. Uh, but, I, uh, sorry, <laughs> I'm saying a lot. Um, oh, is that cilantro I smell? Anyway, yes. I, uh, uh, would you know where the king would keep any important papers? Beef, while you're saying this, uh, you your eyes kind of drift down and you notice that the like embroidered badge on Percy's robes don't say number one like you might have thought. It actually says uh, 67. Ooh. Oh. Um, is everything okay, Percy? Uh, yes, I mean, I think this suits me better. Um, I'm able to tend to my garden. I have more time, a lot less pressure, slower life. Are you happier? No, you're not here, but I'm making do. And unfortunately, I don't know much of the high security things anymore like I used to. So I'm not able to help you and your friends. I'm so sorry. That's fine. That's okay. Um, Hey, this might be kind of a crazy suggestion, but do you want to get out of the castle? Like, do you want to like get out of here? Like... Like, maybe not now. I'm kind of busy, but, I mean, like, we could meet. I have one day off every two months, and I would love to take you out on a date. I'd love to go on a date with you. <laughs> Sean, can I direct them in, a like, someone who might know? Yeah, yeah. Percy definitely knows. Um, it would be, like, the number one uh, butler. butler. Does he have a name? Yeah. His name is Rizmaster Flex. Uh, uh, beef. Um, I uh, sure, know that Sean? you're. <laughs> I'm doubling down on that. <laughs> beef. I know that you're short on time, so um, you should talk to the number one butler, Riz Master Flex. Uh, it's a real name. I know it doesn't sound like a real name. It's so weird coming out of your mouth. I know it it's horrible. Like horrible coming out of your mouth. Um, but I will see you soon. Okay, and uh, good luck. Master. And um, he leans down and gives Beef the most incredible kiss that's ever been kissed. Zowie wowie. Okay, I'll find you. And Beef's like backing up while he's saying all this. You're one great guy. <laughs> he gives him finger guns. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, jeez. Okay, toodaloo. Cool. So, Beef, you enter the kitchen uh, and see the rest of the gang. Um, first off, your boy got a big old kiss. <laughs> what? Oh my god! I got. I'll, I'll give you the dirty, dirty deets later, Chip. We are on a mission. Okay, thank you. We are on a mission to find. This is going to sound insane. A man named Rizmaster Flex. Oh my gosh! Elliot is going crazy. He hates that name so much. That's insane. <laughs> Someone asked for Rizmaster Flex. Oh, what? hi! And Rizmaster Flex is standing at attention in front of you. He looks like Fred Flintstone come to life. Like, you know, same body and face, but he's wearing immaculate pressed butler robes and he has Guy Fieri hair. Rizmaster Flex here, number one butler. Oh Adios. my God. Gross. Okay. Oh, Charles, um, happy birthday to you. Um, is there uh, something wrong? Why, why are we in the kitchen? Yes, I was actually looking for you because I know how talented you are and how capable you are of helping. I was wondering if you could bring me to where the contract I'm supposed to sign is. Um, I know it's in a really special place. Um, if you could bring me to where you think it might be or where you know it is. I just want to give it a once over. Um, I'm really excited to sign it. And I just wow. as, like an early birthday gift to myself. I wanted to read it, reread it. Rizzy Riz 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 Master Flex is so pleased to hear this. <laughs> wow. Uh, Your vibe is wild. Yeah. 
Okay. Like so, three different people. I know. <laughs> so it's roll three different uh, names. <laughs> give me a deception check with um with advantage because one, it's your birthday. Two, you complimented him. Um, and three, you know, he's he's essentially here uh, to serve you. Seventeen and twenty-four. Okay, with a twenty-four, he's like, um, well, uh, definitely. That's so exciting. Of course, what a momentous time to sign the contract. Your birthday, <laughs> it's perfect. Um, uh, well, um, I, you see, the king hasn't exactly told me where uh, he's hiding the contract, but um, I guess I could go ask him. Do you want me to just ask him? No, I kind of want to surprise him. Ah. Um, so if you could just like give us where you your guess is, maybe where he keeps other important documents. Ooh, this is delightful. Yeah. Okay. Um, they all look over at the kitchen knives because they're all thinking about killing this guy. <laughs> Beef, I'm scared. Beef, I'm scared. I don't know how this guy got number one. He's erratic, man. No, here's the thing. I see it. I get it. Okay, Elliot is gone. I feel like he knew something that we did. Something. So it really comes down to like three options. Okay, the way that I'm thinking about it. Uh, Possibilities. One, I bet your father's legal advisor, shrewd astute, a... uh, yeah, he might he might know something about where it was kept. You could always ask uh, Demona Kistris, your uh, father's <clears throat> um, lover. Oh, gross! Lover. And uh, <laughs> let's say maybe the third option. I do know of a secret passageway that I see him take when he thinks no one's watching. Of course, I have to be ever present, uh, but out of sight. Um, I, I've never followed him down the secret passage, but it does exist. Could you lead us to the entrance of that secret passage? We'll try that first. Oh, everybody's coming? Chalice, is this okay? Yes, of course. They are my best friends, and I want them to be there when I sign such an important contract. Okay, okay. Um, I'll get some, you know, champagne ready for when you make the big announcement and you found the contract and signed no, it. No, 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 no. I'm going to surprise him tomorrow. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to don't tell him. That's so important to me that you don't tell him. Chalice, whatever you say, okay? I'll, I'll turn a blind eye. And he pulls a candelabra that's on, like, the side of the hallway. That, and it is a lever that turns a large portrait into like a doorway that was in the hallway. <gasps> you can't Whoa. use it as a present, Chip. It's attached to the wall. <laughs> no, I'm just, Chip's trying so hard to rip it off. <laughs> and he's just going back and forth and closing and opening the portrait. You guys, we don't have time for shenanigans. And Chalice starts to walk down the hallway. Yeah, it was just a joke. Yeah, you're walking through a passageway and this is, you know, this is your classic hidden passageway. This is not meant to be seen by others. It's not lavish in any way. It is just a cold, dark stone passageway. So you guys, if you do not have dark vision, it is pitch black. You won't be able to see anything right now. Does anybody else have dark vision? No. No, I don't. I was just going to say that Elliot, the uh, monkey, (laughs) is smoking a cigarette. So you can see the glow of Mm -hmm. that, but that's it. (laughs) (laughs) So Chip, uh, Chip is leading a conga line style train down the uh, down the hallway, and we are conga lining. Oh yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> <laughs> hey, happy birthday, Chalice! Jennifer, you look like a pile of laundry today. Thank the you. The suit is so big on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do I see? Do I see like doors or a fork in the road or anything like that? So uh, it it's a curving passageway, and you have to take it for about a full minute before. Okay you see a uh, a door that's just like a, a wooden but thick and sturdy looking door uh, at the end of this passageway. And it is locked. Does anybody have any thieves tools type of skills? I feel like that's not our cup of tea. I'm kind of honest, so no. Oh, I do have thieves tools. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect timing after what Ben just said. <laughs> Give it a shot, Beef. I grab Beef's hands and I like place them on the lock on the door. Uh, 14 plus 4. Okay, with an 18 you're finagling with that lock and you hear a and the door actually creaks open for you, Beef. A couple torches that were on the wall magically illuminate and like this 
dark, deep, magical red fire. Uh, and you see in this room is essentially like a a vault. Uh, give me an arcana check. With advantage for me, 18. Okay. Four. <laughs> 19. Both of you realize that there is a big mirror in the room that also looks pretty magic. Mm. Oh. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Beef! <laughs> Sorry. So what fast. What is wrong with you? How many times? <laughs> Jeez, oh my God, that was I'm so insane. That, I'm so glad that doesn't that work every cool. time. And and you see that there, uh, no. a Bloody Mary no, beef. Beef, appears no. in all of your hands. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. And there was a wish scroll that Beef happened to be stepping on at the time. Oh, what now, a waste. It disappears that wish. I oh, hate <laughs> We could have wished for anything. <laughs> we could have been like gods. Yeah, but now we got Bloody Marys. Everybody we could have reversed down. the curse. I hate tomatoes. Somebody take my Bloody Mary. Okay. I don't want it. Oh, yes. Happy birthday. Here you go, Chalice. No, that's okay. <laughs> oh, he's trying. You can't give her a drink for her. her yeah, no, that was, a, that was a joke. That was a joke. Wow, well, sorry about, sorry. Um, We're mad, Beef. We're not going to lie to you. I'm mad. <laughs> Damn it. Could have just saved kind of everything forever, but whatever. Um, Who dares disturb the slumber of the magic mirror? Sorry. Us. <laughs> and who is us? I'm um former Princess Chalice, and I'm looking for some paperwork. Do you handle that? <sighs> paperwork. I do not handle the paperwork. I am simply an answer to a question incarnate. If you don't know where the scroll is, do you know where the king keeps important records, potentially? I certainly do. Oh, Could great. You tell us? Oh, yeah, great. Can you tell us? I'll tell you this. The person who knows their name's Kistris. Oh, it's hit my dad's lover. All I ask in return, oh, I already gave you the info. I wanted a kiss. Okay, Thank we're you, leaving. Bye. Bye. I get Bye. so lonely. <laughs> and yeah. the, the door closes uh, behind him. You are back uh, within the party within moments. So, Demona Kistris. Uh, you get pointed in their direction. It's a middle-aged woman with dark features and streaks of silver mm. running through her black hair, wearing a black and poisonous-looking green dress. Do we know of her? Like, if we've yeah, do I have any? We have, we, with we've her? never met her before, right? You've never met her before. Josh, you want to give me a history check? Twenty-three. With a uh, twenty-three, you remember. You know, it's rumored that she has. A lot of power of her own, maybe magical, um, and also mm. kind of known as someone who may not have the highest morals, uh, mm. and is all for all intents and purposes very rude, if not borderline cruel, to all the staff within the castle. Chalice walks up and introduces herself. Hi, I don't know if we've met before. I just wanted to formally introduce myself to someone who matters so much to my father. Oh my goodness, Chalice Glass. You do not have to call me mother. Oop, wasn't going to. That's horrifying. <laughs> um, uh, I actually sort of have a crazy, um, sort of a bit of a secret to tell you. Um, okay. So my dad um, got you a present for my birthday, and he told me to hide it in your like secret hiding spot that you guys hide imp- important stuff. Um, he has a couple of those. Can you just remind me of the one that you guys use? Wait, I'm I'm a little drunk. You said you got <laughs> me a present. What was? It? What my was dad it? got you a present for my birthday, and he asked me to hide it so he can give it to you later. That's a thing. I get presents for your birthday. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that so nice? Okay, because you get advantage for your birthday. Uh, this would be a disadvantage on this check, so it's just going to be a regular roll for uh, deception. 19. Yes! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I want it to be Chalice's birthday every day when we go on an adventure. Uh, well, That's so funny. I can show you. I don't a secret place. I guess that would. I'm one of the few people that has access to your father's bed chambers. Maybe we just oh, go. Okay. There. I did not like how she said that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Are you wearing shoes that you're comfortable with them getting wet? Oh my god! Oh my god! Um. Yep. Okay. Yes. Right this way. Uh, and uh, she goes to walk out of the party. People are constantly, anytime you're moving in and out of the party, going like, "Princess Chalice, happy birthday! I'm an ambassador from Niles. Would love to talk with you a little." Um. Yes, thank you. Kissed yes. my belly. <laughs> yeah, she kissed all their bellies on the way by. <laughs> uh, and you're, you're taken out uh, into the Great Hall uh, through a bunch of different areas within the castle, higher and higher, it seems. It's kind of a maybe even like four to seven minute journey throughout different towers to get to where the king's bedchamber even is. And you're brought to the door where Demona takes out a heart-shaped key from between her bosoms and places it into the keyhole and clicks the lock and opens it up. And you see King Cicero's bed chambers. It's very lavish, dark, like blood red pillows and blankets and uh, large windows that overlook the entire kingdom. You can see all the little uh, like, like patchwork of almost like stars, but they're, you know, lights of... Frazier out there um, in people's homes and things like that. What a pad. Chalice, your dad fucks. Oh, beef. <laughs> Is there a, a mirrors on top of this canopy? Ugh, Ew. Bro, don't point oh. any of it out. Don't, don't. <laughs> guys, seriously. Oh, my, my shoes are absolutely ruined. <laughs> oh, guys, stop. You guys want the tour? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> if there was some sort of secret, um, there's this door in the back of the closet that I've never been inside, but Chalice, you're more than welcome to get in there if... if um... Okay, you wait out here so you don't see the surprise. Okay, no I'll peeking. stand yeah, wait, You wait right here, and then Chip's going to cast Sleep on her. Roll 5d8. The total is the number of hit points of creatures I can affect. Roll them bones. Ooh, 26. That puts her right to sleep. Her eyes shut right before you, and she starts to wobble and fall backwards. Oh, because uh, she falls to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> she falls to the ground, and I start to, like, try and pick her up and put her in the bed, but she's kind of stuck to the ground a little bit, so I have to, like, instead of, like, take her. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. No. <laughs> so, yeah, she is uh, now sleeping soundly. Uh, you, you've placed her in the bed. Okay. Okay, guys, let's just get out of here as quickly as possible. We go to the closet, and we open it. There's a door back there, um, and once you open it, you see that there's a, a secret room that comes off the bedroom that's kind of like a private office or solar for the king. There is a ornate, like, mahogany desk that is sitting in basically like the middle of the room. It's almost an oval office situation, but a private one with a bunch of, like, uh, trinkets uh, and odds and ends um, strewn across the desk and some of the shelves around and uh, it's beautiful as well but the main focus where all your eyes is diverted is this this desk yeah can we start rummaging yeah give me a, an investigation check for the desk 22 chalice you are looking through the desk you go through every drawer there are contracts there but they're more like just like contracts of the crown screwing over smaller private businesses um, and pretty much making it so that monopolies are allowed to run smaller businesses out of business. It's almost nauseating to be going through these contracts to even read anything about them, but you are not seeing the contract that you know would be binding for this until you see something on the desk that is a slight bump. Um, it's a very ornate desk, so there's like ridges around the side um, that have been like kind of cut into the wood. And you notice that one of them looks a little bit off, and you push down in that flourish in the wood, that little ridge, 
and it is actually a secret button. Ooh. When you touch it, a compartment comes forward, almost like a, a TV tray coming out of a table kind of a thing. And you see in there is the contract. <gasps> Whoa. Y'all, we did it. Okay, what do we do? We touch it? Do oh we God, grab it? Ours, we... ours looks so good compared to it. I know. This is going to be easy, little swapperino. Well, I'm scared if we touch it that something's going to happen. Maybe we have the monkey touch it. <gasps> That's a great idea. Oh, great idea. I actually love that idea. <laughs> I love that. Perfect. <laughs> Elliot, you're up. Give me an animal handling check again. All right. Um, 14 plus three, 17. Elliot kind of looks back at you, nods, and goes over to the contract and grabs it. There's like a hesitation before he grabs it. He's moving his hands closer and closer. And then he grabs it really quick and jumps on top of the desk and is panting, waiting to see what's going to happen. And nothing does. Hey, good job, buddy. Okay. Jennifer, don't get jealous. Oh, my God. I could do that. He didn't do anything I can't you do. You can barely hold up a piece of paper when we're working. Yeah, we'll watch this. And she tries to grab just a, a, a feather that's, you know, like a quill on the desk and uh, gets really lightheaded from trying just that exertion. Oh, Jennifer, you can't. Jennifer, you have so much clothes on. You should just rest. <laughs> you really need to just rest. Thanks, guys. Jenny's going to take five. Okay, so we I guess we put our contract that we wrote in there. And can we, like, take the contract that was there and i don't know should we burn it or have the monkey eat it oh no i'm just joking we don't don't let's not do that let's okay let's i guess let's burn it i (laughs) guess yeah let's burn it no no evidence a fireplace in the secret place this office so if you're looking for a fireplace give me a perception check and chalice you give me a perception check on this to see if there's a fireplace 16 with a 16 you see not only that there's a small fireplace and you're seeing that it goes up to the ceiling uh, so that the smoke can get out, obviously. But as you're looking more towards the top of this room, and it's a smaller, like cylindrical type room, so higher ceilings, but small surface area. When you're looking towards the ceiling, Chalice, you also notice something horrifying. There are mounted heads of animals, and these animals are actually the swans from that previous episode. The babies, uh, as well as uh, the mother. Your father was not true to his word, and he took them and has them mounted here. Oh, my goodness. Chalice has a rage in her body that she has never had before, and tears start streaming down her face, and she just completely drops the contract and then just starts walking out of the room. Back to the party. I'm going to try and redo the mechanism that Chalice undid to put the fake contract back in there. Okay. I guess I still want to complete this task because otherwise we just have an extra contract. Right. We got to burn it. I can maybe use this the cigarettes from the monkey. Is there already a fire burning in the fireplace? No, no. Okay. Then I don't want to light a fire because then there's evidence that we lit an additional fire there. So I'm going to use the monkey cigarette. I think that's thank a great you, idea. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. And then we look at the monkey and it's already burning from the cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, oh. And so the contract is burning. But Chalice has now left the room. Yeah, I follow I follow Chalice. Uh, yeah, I, I, can we like take the monkey who's holding a burning <laughs> burning yeah. contract with us and then we all follow Chalice? Yep, yep. And it's kind of the contract is almost acting like a like a torch right now because uh, the top is burning, Perfect. it's burning through. Chalice is a little bit ahead, but y'all catch up just as she's re-entering the Great Hall where her birthday party is happening. On the way to the Great Hall, Chalice, because all of the her mother's portraits have been covered with like cloth, and she just is pulling down all the portraits to reveal her mom on the wall again as she's walking down the hallway. Mm. Hey, girly! <laughs> hey, girly! <laughs> hey! Let's just take a breath, maybe, or uh, just don't. Chalice is smiling and walking so quickly. It's like she can't even hear Beef. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay, guys, I think so. we better gear up. Uh, this is woman rage. It's the most powerful thing uh, <laughs> in the universe. <laughs> Chalice, you re-enter the Great Hall. Um, Chalice 
even though there's like tears streaming down her face, she goes around to every like group of people in the room and she puts, she talks to them for a moment and puts her hand on top of their hand and she's smiling um, and she's wearing the tooth of the swan and she is sending every single person in the room the memory of all the worst things her father has ever done, including promising to not kill these swans and killing these swans anyway. So she's sending that to every single person in the room before she gets up to the stage. A lot, it seems like, take this in and are like aghast and like looking at the king and it seems like looking at him in a completely different light. And others are looking more at you like upset that it seems like you are maybe not on the king's side or not going to go the way that they thought. Maybe some of the folks in the room who are very entrenched with the king. I'm going to walk up onto like the stage, like the center part, and I snap my fingers again to get the spotlight on me. Chalice with like smile, manic face, tears streaming down her face. This is the most upset Chalice has ever been. There is no way that I am related to this man. It is impossible that I am related to this much evil. I demand a DNA test on the Centauri Povich show right now. Happy birthday to me! <laughs> it is. <laughs> the whole uh, gathering, everybody at the party gets into like a stunned silence, record scratch, basically. And they look from you to Centauri Povich and he's like kind of taken aback. And the king is also now making direct eye contact with you, looking very serious. Chalice starts, there's mascara running down her face, and she starts just grabbing anything that's made of glass, and she's smashing it on the ground. Whoa. All the champagne glasses, all of it. Beef does it too. And the king goes, a thousand apologies, everyone. Looks like this party might be coming to uh, an early end. It seems uh, my daughter has been um, overserved. Oh, no, we're just getting started. And she throws a champagne glass at him. She's only had one Bloody Mary. And he's... <laughs> I had two. I, I did have two. Yeah, oh, I had she's had... It was her gift. She had a couple Bloody and Marys. They were, they were very strong. They were pretty strong. <laughs> In a very, it's it's scary at how calculated and subtle this is. He opens up the lapel of his robes and he actually allows you to glimpse a rolled up piece of parchment tucked into his inner robe pocket. The real contract. And King Cicero smiles a wicked smile while he sees the recognition in your eyes. And you think to yourself, of course he keeps it on his person. He's the only person he trusts. He's two steps ahead of you and has been since you were born. The gang is sitting on the steps of the castle and Chalice is holding a champagne bottle and they all look worse for wear. Happy birthday, Chalice. Happy birthday, right? <laughs> yeah, Chip. It, hey. Chip. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Chip Wait. scoots over, puts... Puts his arm around her. He's like, first of all, it's your party. You can cry if you want to. That's the first thing. Um, but second, I got you this. Um, and it's this rectangular wrapped gift. And I hand it to Chalice. Chalice opens it. It's, um, actually was, while you were kind of out and about, I went into your childhood bedroom and actually found this drawing that you did. And then I ripped a frame off the wall and I, I put it in the frame and yeah I I came up with this today I forgot it was your birthday I'm so sorry Chalice is looking down at a drawing that she made of her and her mom and um, Peppa the Hedgehog when she was little and she uh, holds it to her chest it's the best birthday present I could have ever got and she cries she like scoops up all of her friends and she just cries on the steps And then the monkey farts. <laughs> <laughs> Sitcom D&D is comprised of Elizabeth Andrews, Ben Briggs, Aaron Keefe, Waleed Mansour, and me, Sean Coyle. Arnie Parrott wrote the theme song, Aaron and I worked out the story concept, and Sean Marr did the editing on this one. And y'all, I gotta tell you, 
Right now is a great time to check out our Patreon. Support from our patrons is what makes this show possible. It's how we pay for editors, equipment, and all the expenses that go into creating this show that we love. So hop on now for five buckaroonies and get access to close to 100 episodes of content instantly. And for those of you who are already subscribed to our Patreon, shout out to the Kitchen Rats! (laughs) This week's episode is our annual holiday Hallmark Improv. We recorded this over the weekend, and this may be the most excited I've ever been to share a Patreon episode with the Kitchen Rats, so strap in. And sign up for our Patreon if you haven't already at patreon.com slash sitcomdnd to get in on the fun. It's a great gift and stocking stuffer for the holiday season as well. And finally, if you want to keep up with the gang, you can follow the show on Instagram at sitcomdnd. That's sitcom and the letters D-N-D. This is where you can get sneak peeks at upcoming episodes and future guests, see our favorite poll quotes from that week's episode, and get hot and spicy memes relating to the show. Okay, I think that's it for now. Until next Tuesday, and thanks, as always, for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast.